Welcome to Bites of Light with Angel and Seth Rohr. We provide bite-sized nuggets of wisdom to feed your soul, expand your awareness, and free your mind to help you create a more beautiful today and a brighter tomorrow. Join us in our magical kitchen as we serve up another high-vibe snack for your soul. Welcome, welcome to another Bites of Light podcast. I'm Angel. I'm Seth. And today we have Emoki Molnar with us, who is one of our featured authors in our new book, Bites of Light, Evolving Leadership for the Spiritual Entrepreneur. Yay! Hey, welcome. <laughs> welcome and thank you for joining us, Emoki. Hi, guys. I'm happy to be on it. <laughs> yes, he and I met while I was assisting in a, in a massage class in a course that she took a couple of years ago. And we had some pretty amazing experiences in that class and we stayed in touch and Emoki chose to come and work with me on some other modalities. So I was so happy when you said that you would come and write a chapter in our book. Thank you for the invitation. Extra. Yeah. You pushed my button to do it. I, I wasn't push, ready. I did push your buttons, didn't I? <laughs> Like always, like always. On massage. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to share just maybe an umbrella, just a little bit about your chapter and what you share? You had a pretty big spiritual awakening during that week, the first week. Yes. I didn't know I'm ready, but I was ready for a big spiritual awakening. What's called Kundalini awakening. Yes. But I just figured out after when it happened. Yeah, so, you didn't even know yeah. what a Kundalini awakening was until you no. were experiencing it on the massage table in the class. I never heard about, like I heard about everything else, but not this. Like I never even know it exists. Somebody can be a spiritual awakening in your life. Right. Yeah, that's <clears throat> super so my background. I don't know. I didn't know anything about the world of, of like esoterics and, and these, you know, and witches and, and things like that. I was raised in this religious kind of oppressive religious background. And so in my reality, nobody knows about these things and they just happen and you go, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and then like you experience, like, whoa, what was that? And then somebody goes, oh, here's, let me explain to you what just happened to you. So that was also my experience. So in, in my reality, that's how it goes for everybody. But I'm sure somebody <laughs> out there is aware of these things. And when it happens, it's not, it's not so startling, I guess, or, you know, they're, they can understand it more, but well, so I understand that whole, what is going on in my life right now? <laughs> well, you said startling, but Emoki, in that moment, you thought you were going to die. Like it was pretty yeah, intense like, for you, wasn't yeah. it? I'm thinking back now, like, I don't even know if the people know this before actual happening with you. Like I was, I was watching myself from a corner to, oh my God, I'm, who is that person on the bed? Like I was like having a death experience, actually. Yeah. The mm -hmm. death experience was real yeah. for you for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, never, I always heard about that, but I never thought like that real thing. <laughs> Yeah. And it was exciting for me to witness you yeah. go through that and to be able to hold space for you as, as it happened. And I think for me, the most powerful part of those two weeks 
was seeing how you were when you first walked in to the person that you were when you left and, and how big your transition was, transformation was in two weeks. Yeah, I don't, I'm not even the same person anymore. Like it's, it's amazing how, how much changed. Like I was afraid first to like reading about Kundalini awakening, what people saying, what they're going through and that could be years and years. Like, thanks God for me, it was like one session, actually right. one day and the night. Right. And of course it's changed my life for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and that's a really good thing that you bring up that some people, it takes forever. It takes sometimes, sometimes it's years for people to actually crack through even when they know what they're going through. And it kind of brings me back to that high performance athletes have this special gift that, you know, they, they've already learned how to kind of master their bodies. You know, when you go into sport in general, you know, the training and the, the muscle memory that you develop from thousands and thousands of reps, right? And you had that experience. You were an athlete. Yes. Yeah. Right? And, and thinking back, like it, like the last things when I had the Kundalini awakening, it was just the end. Because if I think back to my childhood, basically I start to experiencing things since I was 13. Right. Mm-hmm. Just always push things down and I didn't even know. So how you say when I start to play a handball and sport, like that's how, how I hided myself under the to like the energy what I bring it out from me what was just always amazing and all my teacher was just like who are you like I was you channeled that energy through sport instead of a healing modality you channeled it through sports yeah because growing up in communism country like wasn't allowed to do this like wasn't allowed to name who are you and yeah you had to hide behind something but I never know I know now what I'm hiding, but right. I didn't know back then why I'm doing what I'm doing. Right. And that's a good point. A little background on Emoki. Do you want to share, you know, where you grew up and when you, when you came when to, you came to Canada. North, yeah, to Canada, North America? So I was grew up in Transylvania, what is part of Romania, is the old Hungary part. So my tongue language is Hungarian. And I, growing up in a communism country it wasn't allowed to be who you are like they always told you who you have to be and being a a spiritual person like growing up in a family where basically my mom was a spiritual person but she never gave it voice for it because like on her age it was like no allowed to yeah you're hiding everything yeah, they had to, she had to hide everything, but I figured out later on when I was like, after my teenage age, she can read coffee grounds and she kind of feel things, but she never ever told me that before I actually start to come out to tell her like, yeah, I'm di- she saw me, I'm different, but since I'm 13, so I start to read from nowhere cards 
and coffee mugs and I was just feeling the energy so I started to play with it like a kid I always went to the future tellers and you know what all the witches call witches what was like very not allowed to know who's doing this like it was very secretly going to town to town everybody know who's doing it but it was very secret underground pretty much right? yes exactly (laughs) everybody knows but nobody talks about it that's right yeah (laughs) <laughs> so I was 13 when, you know, we living in a smaller village, like 8,000 people. So we, once in a while, some gypsies going around to the town and coming to the gate to sell you something. So one day I'm cleaning the yard and one gypsy woman come in and she was like, always they want to sell you something, but they, in the same time, they wanted to future tell you, like, take your money. Mm-hmm. So she's coming in. I'm just like, oh, do you want to me to read you a card? They always had a card and a big skirt. And I was alone home. And I was just like, mm, yeah, sure. So I had some change, like some money. So she looked at me and she looked at in my eyes. And inside of me, I knew that, like, I know what she wants because I'm doing this. But she doesn't right. know. So yeah. she looked at me. <laughs> And she told me like, oh my God, I cannot read you. So she put away her cards and she ran out from the gate. And I was just like, what happened? And she was like, you have a sign on you. And I was 13. Like, I was just like, what's she saying? Like, I didn't know what's going on. So she ran out and I went in the mirror and start to see my, my forehead or everywhere. What she saw, like, what is the sign on me? I didn't say anything. So later on, my mom came home from work and I was just like, mom, do I have anything on my forehead? And she was like, no, like, no. My dad come home and I was just like, dad, you have to tell me is something on my, like, is something changed? And no, they was just like, no. So I'm like driving crazy them for a week till finally my mom was just like, what happened? Right. And I was just like, it was a gypsy woman come in and I wanted her to read me cards and she ran out and she said, you have a sign on you. And my mom was just get so mad. And she was like, if I will see you once doing this, like, I don't know what happened. And she doesn't want to mention to me, like I'm different. She knew that back then, but I was just like, no, it's just, they just want your money and stuff. Like she just make it smooth and tell me like, you don't have anything started settle down and just keep going so then I was just like okay but this I can't settle down I was just like I have something on me she just doesn't want to tell me like I knew you didn't believe your mom (laughs) yeah so then like probably a month later another gypsy woman coming the same way and she looked in my eyes like they have very specific like they have black skin and the brown hair, dark brown, and some of them has very blue eyes. Mm-hmm. So she looked in my eyes and she was like, you have a sign on you. And she left. And I was just like, no, everybody lying to me. Like, I have to have a sign <laughs> yeah. on me. Like, this is the second gypsy woman. Like, what's going on? Yeah. So then again, I start to like put my mom in the corner and I was just like, you have to tell me what's going on. Then she was like, you don't have anything. And so she skipped that script from me like for a few days. And then I was just crying to her, like, tell me what is it? Like, you see it, you just don't want to tell me. Then she sit down with me and she was like, you know, you're different. You feel energy. You do this, like you're doing this all your life. 
but are you ready to wear your name? Because if somebody will know what you're doing, they start to call you witch. Are you ready for it? Right. Mm. And I was just like, hmm, like, you know, like I went to do all the readings and stuff, but I, was I ready? No, I wasn't. I was 13. Right. And I was just like, oh, I don't know if I can wear that, you know, like people pointing on you like you're a witch or this. And I was just like, okay. So I pushed myself down and I stopped, like, stopped forcing who I am. Like, I was just like, yeah, I have energy. I'm different. Just keep going, doing. And then I start to go to sport more, like to somehow release that energy. So I start to go playing like handball and like skipping days from school and going here and there like to play sport because I had so much energy like I didn't know what to do with it yeah like like crazy and in the same time in the school like I always have a chord like I can't settle down I'm reading chords in the class and then it was place <laughs> and they want to kick me out and anywhere in the yard where it was a big group of girls like I was in the middle sitting like a gypsy and reading chords on the school yard I love it so yeah so then but but it was just fun you know but I'm always pointed out things when my classmate was just like you pointed out things like what's going on and I I didn't know like I was just like playing like a teenager you know it wasn't my things but they always just like come and read a course or anytime it was a party like bring your card and I went and I did all these things then finally I was just like it's something really going on and I start to read coffee mugs and people keep coming back to like this happened and this happened and you mentioned it and I was just like oh my god but I, I still is communism you're not allowed to say anything and I didn't do for money I was just like for fun right Mm-hmm. and then here I am in Hungary I moved to Hungary and lived there like 10 years and then one day it's just come the time like I, I'm done here I have to go somewhere so it ended up like come to Canada in 2012 and then I was just like staying here for five years and I was just like "Hmm, I don't know I'm done here I have to go somewhere and then before I did that I was just like I have to try to figure it out what's going on so then I went to that massage course and then like finally I own it my energy and this happened to be a witch yeah let it be to be a witch if that's how they want to call <laughs> yeah it's so funny the all the stigma that society all the things society thinks about the word witch when yeah. when in reality it's it's always just been women with extra senses that you know the ability to interact with those energies that many people are blind to and and use them to you know, help people heal and see things that they wouldn't see. But that, that fear of the unknown had, you know, the, the really the men and, and specifically the men of the Christian churches so scared that they, you know, they all over the world, you know, here and and everywhere else, they, you know, they spread all this misinformation about how witches were evil and they'd cast spells on you to you know, make bad things happen to you. And it's like, that's, that was never what it is. They were just powerful healers that 
these men didn't understand and threatened their position of power. Yeah. And it's time to get away from that and, and own that, you know, the word witch is, was just this label that they put on to try to scare people, but it just means you, you have power and you know how to use it. And that's, a, yeah. that's a beautiful thing. And it's just another label, you know, shaman, healer, witch, light worker, like the it, holistic healer. It's all the same. It's all coming from the same source. It's all coming, you know, we're all connecting to the earth and bringing the earth elements and magic forward. Mm -hmm. It's just another word. And so it's fascinating. And, and I'm hoping that through more education and speaking more about this, that we can, you know, take that word and put, put, put new language to it, new descriptions to it, because it's not bad. Yeah, I think so too. But I think like the people doesn't want to share their powers, like people who are on, on power, they of course name everybody else right. who have almost the same power than them, instead sharing it like, notice it like, yeah, somebody else knows something to like, I'm not alone you know, who know everything or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely easier to try to take those people down than, than share and understand. Yeah. But we're seeing that we're seeing that come crashing down in these yeah. days. Right. I mean, this is, this is something that, that fortunately you're seeing what we refer to as like the extinction burst. A lot of this toxic patriarchy is having the rug pulled out from underneath it because they've kept people down for so long with these lies and people are starting to recognize that they're lies and they're no longer answering to it. And they're, and they're making these, these men that have been in power answer for the lies and mm -hmm. it's happening on a exponential basis compared to what it has over the last hundreds of years. So it is exciting for everybody to see that, I mean, for everybody that's not in power, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I yeah. also think that it's it, it's really good to talk about and and share that there are those of us gathering, there are those of us that are coming together to share the information to help heal the collective. Mm -hmm. And I think me stepping into that course that weekend because I was not scheduled to work that weekend. No, I remember right? that. And at the very last second, I it was, hey, we have more people than we thought. Can you come and assist? Well, absolutely, yes, because my son was also in your class. Yeah. So you know, it. I just think it was divine timing that I was pulled into that class, and I needed to be there for you. That was, you know, you at you you walked through some major major things in those two weeks, and. When we're talking about meeting our obstacles face on and walking through those traumatic spaces, you know, your warrior is so strong <laughs> and that comes from the, the high performance sport, right? And so you have trained that aspect of you so deeply and so strongly that when it came for you to face those fears, you were like, we're going in, man. Like <laughs> we dove and we went hard and fast. And, and I think that's a really good thing for people to understand that if you tiptoe, it takes longer. Yeah. If you have yeah. really strong sure. healers supporting you and you dive and you go in, you go in, you do the work and you get out. And it's like within two weeks, your whole life had shifted. 
Oh my God. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's like, as soon as you give up to control, the and you have piece. no expectation, is things just happen without you. That is yeah. With you or without you. Yeah. <laughs> right? You just nailed it right there. Giving up yeah. that sense of control because yeah. it is just another false sense of security. security. Like you, there is no control, but we fight it's against the flow of the river. It's like, it's like we're going down this river and instead of going with it and working with it to move around the rocks, we fight and we try to swim upstream and we just fight it and fight it and fight it. And we're going to go the same direction anyway. We're just going to wear ourselves out and it's going to be a shit show as opposed and longer. to and longer yeah. versus going with it smooths out the ride. Now it's fun. You get to enjoy what's happening, experience all the things and it just makes it a whole different, whole different experience. So yeah, quit fighting your life with this idea of control. Yeah. I wish people understand that. Like if you give in, like anything what happened with you, you can't we can control it anyway. Mm-hmm. And as soon as sooner as you give in, sooner you come out because like the first is the worst. And then it's like you understand it and you just like, okay, just notice it because sometimes we cannot do anything with it anyway. I cannot go back and fix things right. but i just can like have a right what you say like just go with the flow and right. then you are out because like every water is like making place for it right mm-hmm. but yeah. also don't let's not i mean we did kind of brush over it but what you experienced in those few weeks was a shamanic death you know we have this idea of death and life being when this body dies i died and that's the only death that exists but that's not real there's this, you know, what you can die many times within this life when you, when you, that part of you dies, the person who you were died in that process. You watched it like that's, you know, just something to clear for our from listeners. from above the corner you, witnessing. Yeah, you out of body witnessed a, a death and, and, and came back. Yeah. Like that's a very significant event. So, I mean, I don't want to just brush right over that. That's a lot for anybody to take on but also just the concept of shamanic deaths when, when mm-hmm. you have this big opening and you let go of that control, the parts of you that were getting in the way have, can shed away. Yeah. You know, so you can call yeah. it whatever you want, right? You're just, you're letting go of the parts of you that are stopping you from being who you're supposed to be, or you, you can call it a death of a piece of you, however you want to word it, but we call it a shamanic death and it's a significant event and it shifts your whole world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and for you, the courage that it took to go in, you know, and you talk about in your chapter that like you didn't even really understand fully what you'd signed up for. You kind of signed up for it and let it go and then just showed up, not even like you just showed up. And so to me, that is divine timing and, and being guided, mm-hmm. right? When you know in your soul that you're supposed to be somewhere and you don't care about all the the lists and everything you just you just know in your heart you need to be somewhere you did that right and you showed up and and then after the class i i can't remember years wise but we we reconnected and did some reiki work together yeah and you know i we did some massage swaps and there's not very many people in this world that I allow to put their hands on my body. <laughs> Thank you. Because I am so sensitive, right? It, it takes a special kind of human for me to allow that, that 
that space to be held for me. And I think that in itself goes to show the trust and respect I have for you as a healer. Thank you. And we did some big work on that table. Yeah, that was amazing. Like any times when we met, like always something happened. Right. But that that special massage was like like how I wrote in the book is like I don't know, it's amazing. And sometimes you don't understand. But now thanks for you. I just let it let it be. I just trust my intuition. Since that what happened on the table when I actually somebody showed up for you on right. the under the massage yeah <laughs> and that was amazing when you showed me the picture and that was the person who and I you saw lost and it just I'll never me. forget that it. you lost your shit it was yeah, I, I was I think I almost was crying I was laughing so hard I yeah that was that was a pretty unbelievable moment <laughs> yeah like you know I don't know like it's things happened with me before too but knowing you like always look up to you because like you doing this work like long time ago and then being my teacher like that was enough to like still you feel like oh my god you have to do your best and you were so nervous that first time (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) because like she know everything and I it took for a while for me to relax in because probably you remember I was just like Angela tell me if I'm yeah i'm not on it or don't doing right or something and it was just like relax relax yeah, and then i was fine. just like yeah. doing the best for your teacher because like you know and then it's happened like somebody showed up to you then i was just like oh and yeah. that was like telling to you too i was just like am i losing it now what's going right. on like <laughs> Because like she's she doing this work and this like anytime when I close my eyes and I was just like that spirit like keep pushing me to tell her tell her I was just like what's going on here okay Angela I don't know what's happening this is what I'm seeing yeah and you and just, the, the one piece that didn't make it into the book or, or your chapter was when you said we're standing they're they're standing on a bridge or you're standing on a bridge and they're telling you to jump. You need to jump. It's time to jump. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are jumping, Amoki. We jumped. Yeah, I did for sure. For sure. (laughs) Yeah. You jumped and grew wings on the way down. Right. Yeah. But it's interesting. Interesting to to learn who you are. Like you know you're different but how somehow this is falling out all the time, like different direction. Like, you know, oh, I know, I know more now. And then next day, like, you know, nothing, you, something like you're going in different direction. Yeah. 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 We, just, we just flow and flow and flow. And I'm just so happy and grateful that you, after the massage course, stepped into your power, started a business, you know, you're, you know, you're doing your thing now. And I know how many people you're helping and helping not only shift the individual people, but that's also shifting the collective. You know, it's, it's really powerful work. And I am just so grateful to be, to have been part of your path. And I'm excited to see what we're going to do moving forward. Cause there's always exciting things when we get together. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, Oh, that's very powerful. Yeah. I, I cannot even now I learn learned it to 
just follow it whatever it's come it's if it's not mine it's not show up if it's well, if it's not mine you show up to tell but if it's mine i usually i deal alone with it so i just start to go with the flow and just tell people if it's really strongly show up like showed up for you i was just trusting myself and i'm just like this is what i see it doesn't mean anything for me right but if it's do something for you like this is the message for you because like sometimes i'm struggling to put in a sentence like because of my english yeah. and because of how to tell people because it's all the all the message coming down so simple like you see pictures yeah like different pictures and then you have to make a story for it for right. a person who is on the table to understand where she is because some people is so closed down or they're struggling with their life they don't even have or don't even want to imagine anything right so when you start to introduce like where you are and is it familiar and things like you know the pictures what i'm seeing and try to make a story and i start to feel where this person is because this doesn't mean anything for me like seeing a picture underground or right you know a stairs case or something like i it doesn't mean anything for me but it's just showing up so strong and i know i have to tell but have yeah. to guide that person in it and taking me back like I can tell how old she is or he is on the table when this is happening with them. And this is when the people actually getting the connection with the picture. Right. And yeah. still doesn't mean anything for me. Well, there like, is a piece that, 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 that clairvoyance that you're, when, when you talk about seeing, yeah, you know, there are five second gifts and, and you're, you are touch and you are sight, right? So that clairvoyance comes in where spirit is actually giving you pictures in your channel. And then it's your job to translate the information to the person. Yeah. You know, that is a psychic ability. Hmm. Well, yeah, like so said, I am. They come to you because what their mind is capable of accepting is massage and some energy work type stuff. And the message that the universe has been trying to get to them that they are not willing, like you said, they're so closed off, you know, and that message, but they're, they can be, the universe can guide them to you for healing. And then you're the channel to give them the information that, that they've been ignoring. Essentially you're the, you're what we call the two by four. Yeah. <laughs> the universe has yeah. been poking them and poking them and poking them and they say here we're going to put you on somebody's table and they're going to tell you this and it's going to hit you like a ton of bricks because yeah. you can't ignore it when it comes out of a human's mouth your logical brain accepts it at that point like yeah mm -hmm. so it's a kind of a it's a, it's absolutely a, a magical and special gift that you have and the things you do for people are changing their lives yeah in ways you'll never know most of the time yeah i don't like don't and i don't even advertise myself like all the people who's coming somebody's sending to me right it's yeah. all referral all referral like a pair of people on the table i was just like oh my god i know two people who have to see you <laughs> yeah and i don't even know what that person feel you know what they're thinking or how they how they see that like somebody else have to see me like, it's just so interesting. Yeah, that is, that's them being open and accessing their intuition to the level that they're willing to in that moment. 
yeah. while they're on your table, you are, you are opening them up physically yeah. and spiritually and their intuition comes in and that's how it works for people that are closed off. It, it sneaks in in little ways. And they draft our energy when they're on the table. That's why we do such huge work when we're together, because we both have learned how to open our channels and hold that space. And when you get two people together or a group, this is why we have gathered so many humans to do this book together with, because the magic that can be created when you have 20 people that can hold their channels open, ooh, that's some big magic. I know. Right. And it's just thinking back, like come to Canada in 2012, like I just heard, like since I did my course, yes. like 2012, Huge. basically all the healers gathered in Canada and in they, British and, Columbia. And the initiations came and yes. absolutely. Because like thinking back, I left all my life there and I was just like, I don't know why I have to come to Canada. Like that was amazing. Yeah. Mm. And I arrived here and when I did the course, I was just like all the little pictures like start to get together. I was just like, okay. All the seeds started coming up going, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're on the right path. Follow this. Here's your next cosmic breadcrumb. <laughs> yeah. I just would love to know if I have to stay here or I will right. take this knowledge home and finish home there well you know it's interesting that you say that because seth and i are also waiting for the call like we know we're not staying here we don't know where we're going to end up but we're kind of in the same you know we've got our antennas up going okay spirit show us our next place we're supposed to land yeah yeah so i hear i hear you on that that we know there's a move coming in our future too but we don't know where it is to yet mm-hmm because going home, you know, every year for a month, like I have a lot of people there who I'm amazed how the people opened up for healing. Mm. Like probably I did, I say, 60 massage at home, probably under the two months when I went home, like I had six people coming a day and yeah. I was home for a month. So I did a lot of massage. And I can tell five people was like, they closed, closed down, like they never opened, but they get curious and they come back for the second and the third massage. So definitely I yeah. planted a seed there. Mm -hmm. And people yeah. were just like, when you come home, like you will have job here. Yeah. And it's like making me think like, I definitely know I have to be here now. Yeah. maybe to learn more or have more experience with the people who are more open-minded here yeah but i don't know if my mission will be ended up here or no i don't know but i'm ready for anything else coming yeah 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 well it'll be very interesting to see what happens over the next year for all of yeah. us because stepping into this container and birthing this book together and then we're going to be doing book launches. You know, we're coming to BC, we're going to Alberta, we're Salt Lake City, Illinois, like we have all these dates already settled. Mm -hmm. And, you know, perhaps we come to Kelowna as well. Like that's, who knows what's going to happen. All I know is this is going to help. And you get to take this medicine back to your homeland as well. Yeah, I, I'm so happy for that. Like, honestly, very open because like my country 
need need healing sure you know like seeing and knowing what i know now it's yeah we need we need healing and need explanation because i think the people they're in a little towns like i'm talking to my town is misinformed about religion right oh yeah yeah so people like it's nothing i have i'm catholic so i have nothing wrong with religion but people don't understand the word like it's on mis mis miscommunication right mm -hmm. because like people and we are they are putting in a box and even here people who are in a box yeah. who don't understand like we all believe in a higher power right. you can call god you can call mohammed you can call whatever you want yeah. but you know is somebody higher than you and because i call universe and you call god we're still talking in the same same energy things. yeah yeah but because you don't believe like through the world is something still happening that's because you are so narrow-minded like not open and nobody have critical mind anymore like we know is a house have four walls but behind the walls is another life right. and we all believe that but just somehow it's miss miss i don't know miscommunication or misunderstanding what's going on yeah yeah, I've always found that interesting that in these organized religions, they can believe that there's this higher power that created everything through his ability to manipulate matter. But then when you start saying, oh, well, I have some of these abilities, it's like, no, that's impossible. <laughs> it's like, yeah. how is it possible for one being, but impossible for another being? So yeah, that, that's a great analogy with the house. And obviously everything that's in the house isn't is is true in the house, but there's more outside of that if you'll just open the curtains and look yeah too afraid to see what's out there and even going through in you know, the healings you no know, like sometimes we just always see in one angle our problem but if you start to step back two steps and turn a little bit right then you see the big pictures and then you are okay with it but before right. you are just so focused on your own pain and all things like you don't even see it's out from here but as soon as you let it, things happen and go, like just go alone. You don't even have to do anything. You don't have to struggle. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the same with the, anything else, no? Well, yeah. and that's one of the one of the ways I like to describe struggle is struggle is just our resistance to what is. And without the resistance, there's no struggle. There's no frustration. Because what is is going to be there whether you're angry about it or not. It comes back exactly. to surrender, like you said, right. when you were on the table, it, what was happening, that's what was happening. And you had two choices to fight it or surrender. And yeah. you chose to surrender and go with the flow and allow it to happen. And because you did that, your gifts got to flourish. Yeah. Your gifts showed up and you could step into that space, your true authentic self. And soon after that course, you started healing. Right. So yeah. it, it literally changed your whole trajectory of your life. Yes, it actually changed. Like I lost everything that I had. I lost all my friends. Yeah. Who was friend here. And I I basically changed my life. Like yeah. I eat different. I have different clothing. Like it's like <laughs> it's a total world, like turnaround. 
Yeah, it's it's like you literally hop into a different timeline, a different dimension, everything shifts. And I think that's one thing that a lot of people are scared about when mm -hmm. it comes to transformation because they get so stuck in their in the life that they've created, even if it hurts them, even if it doesn't serve them, even if there's toxic people and abusive situations, they choose to stay there because they know it. Yeah, the, yeah. the unknown is stronger than their discomfort in their current situation. And then you go yeah. through an experience like this and you know, I've experienced the same thing. I could not stay there. It hurt, it physically ached me to stay there. So yeah, you literally, it's like the tower moment in the tarot, right? Everything yeah. dissolves and you rebuild the story that you want to have in your life. Yep, yeah, it's so true. And as soon as you went through on that big pain and you come out and you just wake up and I was just like, why I did this all my life? Like neither <laughs> for the 43 years to actually learn this, like how easy the life is if you don't make trauma for yourself. Right. Or just let it go because the people I think is a lot of under a lot of trauma seeing on my under my massage. People like want attention. So that's what they're holding on. Because if everybody's sorry for you, then you feel good. Right. Right. Yeah. You're the victim. Yeah. 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 But as soon victim. as you let this go, like nobody pay attention to you anymore. Yeah. And yeah. Well, that's an important piece also just to back up a little bit there where what you talked about where yes, there's this, there's a fear and there's there can be pain associated with moving through and letting go of, of this life and these things that aren't serving you. And it's totally worth it on the other side. And that's the story over and over again. I've never heard somebody say, yeah, I let go of control and I faced my fear and I had the courage to step through and there was pain and I had to shed things shed away, friends, things in my life shed away. But once that was all done, what I had created, was worth every second and i do it a thousand times again like that and that's, and that's the point i wanted to that's to the make consistent to the, story yeah to the listeners is if you're struggling with that fear and the pain of change know that you're not the only person that's done that and had that experience and also know that the other side is so fucking worth it yeah it's it much better so worth it when you get there just like Amoki said, you'll wonder, why didn't I do this sooner? Because yeah. it just, the world changes, your world changes. You shift from that dream of hell where things are happening to you to the dream of heaven that you've created that is just every day is a blessing and amazing. And it, I mean, it doesn't yeah. mean you never have any challenges, but you face those challenges with a different attitude, which in a lighter heart and it just everything is but it, I mean, just different in an easy way. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, yeah. if I will do it again, I will do when I'm 13. Right. right. To have a better life, like yeah. easier life. Right. Because yeah. honestly, the life is so nice and so easy if you let it be. Yeah. And be your true authentic self. This is who you are at your core. Right. Yeah. So allowing your gifts to come out, allowing yourself to shine, allowing yourself to be in service when you know it's coming right from your heart, you know, that's what we're here for. Yeah. And own it. Like 
really have to learn how to yeah. own own it. Mm-hmm. Like, is it what is it? Like, you can call me whatever you want, but it's me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I'm happy with it. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Well, we were it. we are so happy that you decided to join us on this adventure. So yes. thank you. Thank I know you, it was you. a big step for you. And I appreciate <laughs> once again, I appreciate your courage. You know, thank I, you so much. I love yes. it. I love it. And I'm excited to see what we're going to create moving forward with it. Yeah, I'm so happy you guys did it. And I hope you guys come one time to Romania and help me to yes. my little town to have a, we have love a healing to session. Yes. And I would love to come to Romania. Me too. Let's let's dream into that, shall I think we? That needs to happen. <laughs> yeah. All come right. to Transylvania and do some good work there. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I have to. How else am I going to meet Dracula? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Too late, but too late. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can go see his home, right? Go see his home. <laughs> oh yeah, you can see his home, and the town is just beautiful. Yeah, fantastic. Well, much love, girl. Yes, yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for having love. me and encouraging me to have this. Yes, in the book, <laughs> I'm so happy, and I know it's turn around somehow. Yes, yeah, it will. Yeah, it'll be amazing. All right. And thank, thank you, love. The, thank you to thank the listeners you so much. for sticking Have in there and experiencing all of this wonderful magic. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you. See you guys. <laughs> thank you for sharing your time and energy with us. The best way to help us spread this message is to rate, review, and subscribe. If this episode impacted you in any way, share it with others. Post about it on social media or put something in the comments. Also, check out our website for upcoming events and books at www.roarrevolution.com. All our gratitude and love. All our love. See you soon.